0: which songs is produced before a limited audience at the Historic Lyric Theatre in Lexington, Kentucky.
1: Here on the Louisiana Hayride, his name is Hank Williams, the (laughs) (laughs) drifting (laughs) Cowboy. on the Grand Ole Opry, Bill Monroe and his Bluegrass Boys. <laughs> Hi, this is Emmy Lou Harris.
2: Hi, folks, this is Sam Bush. Hello,
1: this is Odetta. This is Joan Baez,
2: and you're listening to the Woodsongs Old Time Radio Hour.
0: And now, gather the family around and sit back in your easy chair. It's time again for the Woodsongs Old Time Radio Hour, our worldwide celebration of grassroots music. Let's welcome folk singer Michael Jonathan.
2: Here's a beautiful old song. It was written right about the time of the American Civil War, and it's traveled through the decades, became a very popular song for the parlor singers and the barbershop quartets. And Elvis Presley finally got the melody and turned it into something called Love Me Tender, but this is the original Civil War version called Aura Lee.
1: As a blackbird in the spring Beneath that willow tree Sat my love and I heard her sing To that orally Well, my heart was broken Sad and blue For my love to thee That your heart knows true and you gave to Oralee they sang upon that morning star beneath that willow tree and there I laid my true love down right next Orally, orally, orally he made of golden hair. Springtime came along with thee, and my love so fair. Take my ring, I give it all to thee And keep them for eternity Along with oraly Orally Oralee He made of golden hair Springtime
0: came along
1: And my love so fair Springtime came
0: Witsongs is presented in part by our family of Witsongs partners and by VisitLex.com, an online vacation guide to visit historic Lexington, Kentucky. While in Kentucky, you can visit the cafes, horse parks, music festivals, art, and cultural world of Lexington, the home of the Witsongs old-time radio hour. And by the Martin Guitar Company of Nazareth, Pennsylvania, building handcrafted guitars for professionals and front porch pickers since 1833. Online at martinguitars.com.
2: And welcome everybody to the beautiful and historic Lyric Theater here in our hometown of Lexington, Kentucky. We're broadcasting all over the world as we're celebrating this wonderful, magnificent world of front porch music. Our artists come from everywhere to be on our broadcast. You don't have to be famous to be on wood songs. You just have to be very Very good, and that is certainly the case with both of the artists that are on our show tonight. We've got a wonderful, amazing Woodsongs kid to uh, introduce you to as well, so let's get on with it. He's originally from uh, uh, Michigan, and he's a sort of a blues and jazz and rock and roll reinterpretation of of Roots music. He's got a wonderful uh, album called If These Walls Could Talk. This is a tune called Honeycomb. Please welcome Luke Winslow King to the Woodsongs. Old Time
1: Radio album.
3: on that I'll make it last, now oh, Baby, Sticky is sweet Your loving just cannot be beat oh, Baby, Sticky is sweet Your loving just cannot be beat I can't wait until the two of us we shall meet Because I crave the feeling of your loving charms Honey, I crave the feeling of your loving charms yeah. oh, Come on, baby, driven to my loving arms Honey, call, yeah, yeah I'm a coming home, yeah Oh, you drip so slow, baked my little honeycomb Oh, here I am, drippin' to my lovin' arm
2: Tom. From a CD, if these walls could talk, Luke Winslow King. Nice to have you here, but it's good to finally get to meet you and hear you play.
3: Hey, my pleasure.
2: So you're here with a friend of yours, Roberto Lutti. I hope I pronounced that right. He's from Italy. Let's welcome him. Hello, to the, thank you to the stage. So Luke, you uh, you come from an interesting background because uh, your your mom was an artist. She was she was like a, a she was a painter. She was also a farmer. And this is how you grew up, in a very organic type of a, of a r- rural setting?
4: I guess you could say that. Yeah, I'm from uh, the northwest corner of lower Michigan, um, kind of near Traverse City. It's probably the town that most people it's a know. a beautiful town. It Traverse is. Traverse City is a gorgeous town. It is. I'm from a town called Cadillac. I'm very cr- proud of Cadillac. Beautiful little place, old logging town. Um, yeah, so I grew up in the forest, you know, doing a lot of trout fishing and uh, you know, exploring the rivers and lakes of Michigan.
2: And so, with, with your mom, she was a very a community-minded person. Yeah, uh, she started a soup kitchen, among other things. Your dad was also a musician, right? Yeah. And so you you uh, you kind of took this and you sort of uh, uh, absorbed the uh, Woody Guthrie-esque style, I guess you could call it, to your own music. So, so how old were you when this started hitting you hard?
4: Yeah, that that's amazing that you brought up Woody Guthrie. I uh, I dropped out of college my first semester. At, uh, Kalam- in Kalamazoo, Michigan to go on a tour playing Woody Guthrie's music. Mm. Um, you know, so it's, it's very much about that. You know, My mother was a, a servant to the community and my father was in many ways as well. Um, so we, we see a purpose behind performing music, right? It's not strictly just for enjoyment. We want to... Um, improve people's lives you know we want to we want to send the message and get the message across so. well, and that's
2: an important point because I mean music what is music it's vibrating air so you know you, you write a song you vibrate air for three three and a half minutes what are you doing with it you Exactly. Know, the, 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 that's all it is is vibrating air so there's power in the action I mean what good what, what Woody Guthrie did with his music was he motivated people yeah. to to change to think to feel and you know that's that's sort of a, a credit to your mom that she was able to uh, infuse that in you so you could use it in your own music
4: yeah no I'm, I'm very grateful for that mom if you're listening thanks
2: for your work we love you <laughs> well, let's all give mom a big hand right
4: <laughs> happy belated mother's day
2: so you uh, so you started playing guitar you were just like what four or five years old when you started
4: yeah, my, my dad was a guitarist, so there's always one around. I don't remember the date when I actually started. Um, but I started picking, you know, five, six years old, started taking it serious. Yeah, and you almost sports. had a career
2: as a French horn player.
4: <laughs> yeah, I did, play, I did play French horn in, in seventh grade. I was the last chair. I was the worst. <laughs> drum, I was <laughs> the, last, the worst French the horn year. player in my school.
2: So when you, uh, when you uh, uh, d- decided on the guitar to focus on, I mean, uh, uh, was your dad a big part of that decision? Was his... Was his influence part of what is making you be a musician today?
4: Yeah, I mean, he made it seem like candy. You know, my, my dad made the guitar seem like something you'd be crazy not to want to mess with. You right. know what I mean? It brought him so much joy and elation just to be able to come home and express himself, you know, in the, in the kitchen in the evening. I remember him playing and... Uh, at that age, I would have been crazy not to learn guitar because it seemed like such a fulfilling experience for him to play.
2: Right. But barely 20 years old, you drop out of college and you go on to that Woody Guthrie tour. Um, I mean, that how did your parents react to that?
4: It was pretty amazing, you know. And, and then after that, I moved to New Orleans at only 19 years old, you know, all the way to the opposite side of the country from Michigan. And uh, I think my mom probably had some worried nights, but they were so supportive that they just wanted me to do, you know, what whatever I could to make my dreams come true. So right. they, they always let me let me go for it. But I'm sure they had some worried nights.
2: Well, you have a great uh, great album uh, that's out. It's called If These Walls Could Talk. You're going to do a tune called Slow Sunday June. It's Luke Winslow King on the Wood Songs, Old Time Radio hour.
3: June, I'll be seeing you. Slow Sunday June, when light falls round the room. Slow Sunday June, Slow Sunday June. Sing out your tune, Slow Sunday June. Bells toll out at noon, Slow Sunday June. someday soon I'll be seeing you slow Sunday June waves reflect the moon slow Sunday June
2: CD is called If These Walls Could Talk Luke Winslow King. If you want to know more about Luke Winslow King, his music, if you want to revisit this broadcast, all you have to do is go to the Wood Songs website, click on the archive page. This is number 1044. You get to find out about them as well as our next artists that are a, they're mer- it's a two guys and they're merging uh, two different styles of music very, very effectively. Great tradition of trying to do that and we'll talk to them about it here quickly. Uh, this is a from their CD called Wax Wing. It's called Three Forks of Cheat. Please welcome Warren and Flick to The Woods Songs, old time radio It's called Wax Long. Three Forks of Cheat is the name of the song. Warren and Flick. Let's say hi to Jacob Warren playing the big double bass song. Eh? Hello, hello. So let's, uh, let's describe, uh, you know, we're on television, we're also on radio. So for the radio audience, let's describe what you're playing. It looks like an overgrown cello. If, a, if you see a bluegrass band and the upright bass player, I mean, that's kind of the instrument that you're playing, but you're bowing it.
5: Yeah, so this is actually um, just a regular double bass that I've uh, done a lot of things to. So it's uh, in a different tuning than you might normally find a double bass in, just a little bit higher uh, to make the bowing work a little better so I can kind of pretend I'm a fiddle player.
2: Right. <laughs> well, and that's sort of what you're doing. You're playing, you're playing violin on the big uh, upright bass, right? So, I mean, that can't be an easy thing to learn.
5: Yeah, and I think that's one of the things I love about this instrument is that it is so versatile. You can hold down that low end and there's also so much opportunity as a melody instrument. And I think uh, the technique and players are getting so strong uh, these days that it's it's becoming more of a thing, which is really exciting.
2: Well, there's a lot of uh, uh, musicians out there that are, are taking the uh, the double bass very seriously. I mean, Chris Thiele and Bela Fleck, two brilliant musicians, love to tour with Edgar Meyer, who's a who's probably one of the most stellar uh, uh, practitioners of that instrument, right, in America.
5: Yeah, for sure, and, and definitely someone who sort of showed... Um, Base players, what's possible on the instrument in uh, a wide variety of genres.
2: So how did you, how did you and uh, Grant get together? He's, he's yeah. play, he was playing the violin here just a minute ago. So how did you two get together?
5: Yeah, it's kind of a funny story. We actually grew up, uh, I think, like an hour away from each other. I was in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Grant was in Bowling Green, Ohio. Um, and it wasn't until we got invited to be a part of something called the Acoustic Music Seminar uh, in Savannah, Georgia, that's run by um, a great mandolinist named Mike Marshall. Yeah. Um, and we met there in 2015, realized we were so close, and have been uh, collaborating ever since then. How old were you when you started playing this instrument? Yeah, so I yeah. actually started on violin, believe it or not. Well, I do, because this grade. is a big instrument. So and uh, I hated it. <laughs> so, well, why? Too squeaky. <laughs> too squeaky <laughs> for me.
2: Okay. Uh, at least when I played it, we'll so, discuss that part with the, with the Grant. When yeah, talk right. To him
5: here. Um, and I switched over to the double bass in um, fifth grade when I was about eleven or twelve. So I've been playing, I think, for 15, how tall were you in fifth years? grade?
2: You're a tall guy, but how how, how tall were you? in Yeah, fifth
5: definitely grade? nowhere close to this. So so uh, I mean, the,
2: the double bass is like huge to you in, in fifth grade. It's yes, a massive yeah, it was instrument. Yeah, a little bit of a monster. So I had were you a... like standing on a chair? Yeah. How did you
5: play it? No, I mean they have they have models that are for the kids. Smaller. So I had something small, but I had a little deal with my mom that. Um, once I outgrew the bass, it was my job to carry it. <laughs> so she carried it around for a little bit, and then I took over.
2: <laughs> well, let's talk about that. It's the, it's the burden of every uh, upright player in the bluegrass world. The poor, you know, upright bass player is carrying most of the weight, and sort of that's what you're doing, too. That's not a light instrument.
5: Yeah. Luckily, it's mostly hollow, but uh, especially when flying and you have to lug around the the flight case that is even heavier than the bass. Then it gets to be a real hassle. (laughs) So what was it
2: like for you uh, when you were just starting out? I mean, what what are the early um, scales that you would use on the bass? Why don't you play something that you would learn when you were just fifth grade starting out?
5: Oh, man. I mean, the very first thing I learned was how to play an open string, and that's a very important thing. So I just had an exercise that would play every single open string on its own slowly and then get faster and learn how to keep control of the bow and my teacher actually kept me on that for quite a while <laughs> really yeah. so you're
2: not you're not fingering anything it's just those open strings and and that play that again play that yeah. again
5: so just all the
2: open strings just that is a huge door. sound that is a huge sound. Now do you ever do you ever do like a bluegrass doghouse player? Do you ever uh, pluck it with your with your fingers or is it always bowing?
5: Yeah, and we're actually in this next one you'll see a little bit more of that. Again, getting back to why the bass is so interesting, you can have all of these different textures you can mm-hmm. get from it, you know, pitsing, slapping, and as you'll see later, uh emulating kind of the chop styles that have been popular. Um, for bowstring players.
2: Now, you're you're merging uh, a a classical nature with a roots nature. And in classical, the music is written down. What you're doing here is not written down, is it?
5: Yeah, for sure. Um, And my background, and and that's part of what makes our collaboration so interesting, we have very different backgrounds. I grew up um, only playing classical music until about midway through... Uh, high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and Grant kind of has more uh, bluegrass background, uh, jazz background. We'll talk about the
2: transition of that musically. You're going from the written page, which there's nothing wrong with that, it's a different different mm-hmm. art form in itself. Interpreting the note is an art form. Um, but now you're going from the chart to the heart. I mean how how is that, how yeah. is that a, a transition?
5: That's a great question because I think uh, not as difficult as you might think in the sense that um, I think Playing classical music, you're so focused on um, expression through um, techniques that don't necessarily relate to what you're playing, but how you're playing it. Um, And sometimes that can get lost in the other medium where you're so focused on what you're playing that you forget how you're playing it. So I think this natural blending of the two um, is really beautiful because um, I think as, as musicians, we love to really take care of both aspects to the best of our abilities. Think about dynamics, articulations, blend. Um, and also the content like rhythm, groove, mm-hmm. uh, harmony, and that kind of stuff.
2: Their CD is called Waxwing. Uh, Jacob is playing the upright basses. We were talking to him. Grant went from violin, he's now got his guitar. This is a tune called Opening Move. It's a Warren and Flick on the Wood Songs, old time radio. From their city called Wax Wing It is Warren and Flick We'll get back to them in the second half hour With a very special instrument that uh, Grant is going to pull out We've also got Luke Winslow King on our broadcast And wait until you meet this week's Woodsong's Kid We will be back right after this
0: You're listening to Woodsong's show number 1044 Broadcasting around the world by the foothills of Appalachia in Lexington, Kentucky If you would like to attend a Woodsong's broadcast You can find reservation and show schedules on our website Witsongs.com. We'll be back after the break with Warren and Flick, Luke, Winslow and King and our amazing Witsongs Kid on the Witsongs Old Time Radio Hour. Witsongs is presented in part by VisitLex.com, welcoming families from all over the world to attend a broadcast in historic Lexington, Kentucky. Witsongs is an all-volunteer-run celebration of grassroots music, providing a multimedia front porch for musicians and artists worldwide. You can visit our archive of past shows, attend a broadcast while in Kentucky, or become a Witsongs partner from our website, witsongs.com.
6: Hi folks, this is Michael Cleveland, and you are listening to Michael Jonathan on the Wood Songs Old Time Radio Hour.
2: There's the IBM Ave. Middle Player of the Year, Michael Cleveland. Welcome everybody back to the uh, historic uh, Lyric Theater where we're broadcasting our show from Australia to Ireland, New Zealand to New York, Yuma, Arizona to the Yukon and Northern Canada, over 500 radio stations worldwide. We're also on American Forces Radio Network who puts this show on the radio on two different channels in 177 nations from South Korea to Kuwait plus every single military base in the world, every US naval ship in the world, every Coast Guard vessel sailing in North America. And as always, we want to say, Hello to the men and women, the fans, the people tuning in. We're on public television stations, millions of homes coast to coast. We're on the RFD television network, and most important to me is we are in schools. If you're a homeschool parent, if you're a a classroom teacher, and you visit the Wood Songs website and go to the classroom page, you will find an array of broadcasts with uh, lesson plans ready for middle, high, even college level classes on these wonderful Wood Songs broadcasts with amazing instruments and and musicians that you can introduce your kids to this wonderful world of front porch music. And because of that, this Time Every single week we uh, invite a youngster to come on our stage. They get to play one song in the presence of seasoned and touring artists like Warren and Flick and Luke Winslow King as they are on our broadcast. And this week we have a 15 year old fiddle player. Let's welcome fiddling John Maupin to the Hi. stage. How you doing? I'm good. How yeah? are you? So about two feet ago, you were on our broadcast years ago, and now you're, uh, you're still 15 years old, mm-hmm. right? Uh, not that you were then, but uh, <laughs> you're 15 years old, and you're, you're quite a fiddle player. How old were you when you started the fiddle?
6: Well, I originally started playing fiddle when I was around four or five. I, I think I was five, um, so about 11 or 12 years ago, and I was classically trained.
2: So what were you like at five years old playing your fiddle? Where that. was the screech value in that?
6: Yeah, it was that times a thousand.
2: So how did you overcome that? Because you're really good now. We're about to hear you perform a beautiful song, and it's going to sound very rich and full, but how, do you get, how does a player get past the screech level?
6: Well, thanks. I appreciate that. Um, honestly, just practicing. I got, had a lot of exercises from my teacher that really helped. Um, bow exercise and bow movement and just practicing over time. Well, we
2: did that We did that with Jacob. Why don't you show us a, a, a bow exercise on the violin? Yeah, sure. Now, so do, do you refer to it as a violin or a fiddle?
6: I, I call it a fiddle when I'm playing bluegrass, but technically they're the same instrument, just what kind of music you're playing. And
2: that's important. I want the audience to know, when you're talking about the violin or the fiddle, mm-hmm. it is the exact same instrument. It's just the violin player gets paid. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> So now you're going to play a song that has an interesting uh, history to it. Uh, Bill Monroe uh, started writing this when he was in a hotel room in Ashland, Kentucky. And uh, his fiddle player, Kenny Baker, kind of added to the fiddle tune. And Kenny, of course, is, was like the preeminent bluegrass fiddle player. Right, yeah. So is that, is that how you learned this song, by watching Kenny Baker?
6: He is one of my biggest influences, so I've definitely studied him
2: a lot. Okay, so you're gonna become an influence to a lot of other younger players when you play this. The song is called Jerusalem Ridge. It's fiddling John Maupin, this week's Wood Song's Kid. <laughs> 15-year-old fiddlin' John Maupin. Let's give some props to Pam Combs on the mandolin. Al Smith playing guitar with fiddlin' John Maupin. 15 years old, this week's Woodsongs kid, and I say the best for last. He's uh, right here in Kentucky from Richmond, Kentucky. We're very proud of our Woodsongs kids. If you have a youngster that you think belongs on our broadcast, we would love to hear from you. We get a lot of submissions. We look at every single one that comes in. You just go to the uh, Woodsongs website, click on the kids page. You could send me a a simple YouTube clip. Just a simple little thing on your cell phone. Does not have to be complicated at all. And uh, you could be on our stage just like uh, Fiddle and John and so many of the other youngsters that uh, we think belongs on the uh, stage of America's Front Porch. Uh, They have a uh, wonderful emergence of Classical and folk, and we heard him playing the fiddle before. He's going to be picking up his guitar along with the uh, the upright uh, doghouse bass. This is a tune from their CD called Wax Wing. It's Tommy's tune. It's Warren and Flick on the Wood Songs, Old Time Radio. Paul Tommy's tune from their CD Wax Wing, it's Warren and Flick, Jacob uh, uh, Warren playing the uh, upright uh, uh, bass bowing and plucking there, and uh, Grant Flick, you're picking up a very unusual, you were just playing the guitar, and now you're playing a very unusual looking uh, instrument, and for those on radio, it looks like a, uh, a uh, it looks like, uh, it looks like kind of a fiddle, kind of a something else. Kind of a mandolin, kind of a droning kind of a thing. And it's called a
6: nickel harp.
2: Now nickel harpa has been on wood songs many, many times and it is one of the most beautiful sounding instruments, but it's very unusual. Not many musicians play one, not many musicians even know what one is. Right? So, how did you come across the Nickel Harpa? I love the Nickel Harpa. I mean, it's a, Peter hedlund has been on the show, and he's probably the world's premier Nickel Harpa player. So, so, how did you come across this in Bowling Green, Ohio? Yeah,
6: so I actually um, listened to a lot of Vessin growing up, which is a great Swedish trio um, that plays a lot of Scandinavian fiddle music. And um, I was just kind of poking around on, on Facebook, saw a group called the American Nickel Harpa Association Facebook group. Um, and uh, saw a listing for one that was in Northern Illinois, and figured, well, it's six hours away, probably the closest I'll see one for a minute. So took a day, checked it out, and kind of fell in love with it from there. And and
2: uh, now it's on Wood Songs with you as a player. How long did it take you to learn to play this? It, It has the appearance of a fiddle, but it really isn't.
6: Yeah, so I always make the joke that it's a viola, but it's not actually a viola. Um, because all of the notes are in the same place as they would be on fiddle or or tenor guitar, like the instrument I was playing. So it has a very similar tuning, um, but there's a bunch of keys on the side, which you can... Almost
2: Almost like the accordion buttons. It's used almost like the accordion buttons, those keys, right? Yeah,
6: exactly. So they just move little wooden posts, which stop the strings. You can kind of think about them as like removable frets. Um, like on a guitar, but you just push them in to stop instead of directly stopping the string with your left hand. So let's hand.
2: figure this out. There's, there's what, 24 strings on a nickel harpa. Is that uh, correct? 16. 16, 16 strings yeah. on a nickel harpa. Then you have all of these uh, buttons on the the low the bottom end of it. Mm-hmm. It's shaped kind of like a violin, and it bows, but you're playing droning droning strings underneath everything.
6: Yeah, well actually the, the droning strings, uh, so these are called sympathetic strings, just kind of ring with the instrument. So I actually don't directly play them but use the bow to bow the boat strings, which then kind of make the sympathetic strings move and thus make it ring more.
2: So we we'd let Jacob give us an example of something that he learned and then Fiddle and John showed us something when as he was learning what he would do. How does one learn? Give me an example of what you had to do to learn how to play a nickel harpa. Sure. Give me so. a, give me a sample of uh, 20 seconds of something here.
6: Yeah, well for me it was mostly figuring out Okay, how do I get a decent sound out of this and, and it's something to note too is the the bow is slightly different as well So instead of curving um, Towards the, the hair like a, a violin bow or something like that. This is more like a Baroque bow So it goes away so the weight distribution feels a little bit different um, And thus it's a little bit different to get the string going to make it sound good so you kind of just want to get like a little bit of a click at the start of the, the bow movement and then let it glide through the string. And then practicing your up bows as well that sort of
2: stuff okay so we're going to hear that in context of a song it's from your cd called waxworks this is a tune called chop salad it features the nickel harpa. it's warren and flick on the wood songs old time radio out. CD is called Waxwing. It is Warren and Flick on the Woodsongs broadcast, doing a very avant garde music. And he does a very roots oriented music. He's got a tambourine in his hand, and he's got a wonderful musician performing with him from his CD, If These Walls Could Talk. The song is Watch Me Change, Welcome Him Back, Luke Winslow King on the Woodsongs.
3: Baby, won't you tell me Won't you tell me, baby? Won't you tell me what you want I can change Honey, watch me change You know, baby You know You know know how I've tried, tried, tried don't forget how much I no other but you You roll on, baby You roll on, yeah, yeah. You roll on, baby You roll on just like you do mm-hmm. I'll be gone, honey I'll be Rolling down the road Tell me Won't you tell me what you want I can change Honey, watch me Someday 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 Oh, maybe someday Someday some glory. Mm-hmm. Till-
2: watch me change if these walls could talk is the name of the album Luke Winslow King cool song. So now let's see you got Roberto Luti here Roberto, Let's say hi to Roberto playing that uh, hello picking on that resonator guitar all the way from Italy. Yes. And so how did you how did you, you come to the states? How did you? Well, we met
1: um uh, I used to live in New Orleans. I lived in New Orleans from 1999 to 2008. That's when I met Luke and uh, so you know our partnership, musical partnership
2: started and uh, that's why I'm back here now. Well it's nice to have you here in the States playing this good music (laughs) If These Walls Could Talk is the name of the album. This is Lisa's song to close out our hour. Luke Winslow King on the Wood Songs. Old time radio hour.
3: After you have gone After you have gone to sleep We will blaze the stone Get you hidden at your feet Listen to the rail car Rolling down the track The lonely whistle told me That you ain't coming back Hear the engine coming. Know you're not alone. It's come to bring your sister. It's come to bring you home. Know that when you get there, there will be no pain. And there will be no worry left upon your brain. I remember what you told me I remember what you said And when I held your hand You were lying in your bed So I will keep it with me Everywhere I go And try to give a little To everyone I know Cause you're in every song now in everything I do and when I feel I'm sinking I will reach for you We'll dig your grave now. We'll dig it wide and dig it deep. And we will tell the children that you have gone to sleep. Hear the rails are singing. Listen to the song. Singing, we will be together, together before long. Hear the rails are singing. Listen to the song Sing and we will be together Together before
2: Wasn't it great having Luke Winslow King on the broadcast? This week's Wood Songs kid, 15-year-old Fiddlin' John Wappen, And Warren and Flick Great music. What they all have in common is they're taking this three minutes of vibrating air and they're doing something unique with it. That's something that you can do in your own music. You know, Vincent van Gogh said something very, very interesting. He said, Your profession has nothing to do with money, it has to do with what you've come on this earth to do with passion. And you listen to Warren and Flick, they are passionate about their music. You listen to Luke Winslow King, he's passionate about his music. You listen to a 15-year-old like Fiddle and John Mopp, and he's here because of passion. Passion is what makes the world of art work. Art is the uh, Love is the greatest transaction of the arts, and you are filled with that treasure, so use it. My name is Michael Jonathan, I'm a folk singer, I am a song farmer. We'll see you next week on the Woods, Woods Song, Old Time
0: You've been listening to Witsong's broadcast number 1044. Michael's opening song was R. Lee from the Looking Glass album, featuring Sharon Nolan Flute. Our chief engineer is Jerome Gulp. Technical assistants are Brian Klausing, Brandon Eves, Eric Anderson, and Mark Thompson. The Witsong's crew member of the week is Logan Sportsman and Trooper. Our Witsong's partner of the week is Rita Cameron. Our show is produced with the support of VisitLex.com, Travel Host Magazine, the Bluegrass Hospitality Association, and the Spring Hill Suites, welcoming visitors from all over the world to Lexington, Kentucky. Hockey. Special support provided by Hybrid Springwater, Nates Coffee, the Staff of the Lyric Theodore, and the Martin Guitar Company. With songs the Woodsong Support registered trademarks of Rachel Aubrey Music. Our shows distributed worldwide by the Witsongs Radio Network and PRX, the Public Radio Exchange. For Michael Jonathan and the entire Witsongs crew, this is Dorothy Edwards. We hope you'll join us again next week for the Witsongs Old Time Radio Hour.